Beautiful. Alrighty, so thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, I'm Ben, as you all know, a uh, Kanana Travel Talk. Uh, today we have a special guest, Lumi, that's going to speak with us about uh, digital nomading, about uh, Earth and tell us our, our story, obviously, and about uh, Albania, a really interesting uh, place and really curious to hear about the nomad community and how is it over there. Um, so obviously, without further Uh, talking because uh, as you know I like to talk a lot uh, Lumi please um, tell us a little bit about yourself tell us about the story first of all good evening good yeah it's supposed to be evening in Albania right yeah good evening sorry about yeah. that I'm still yeah. here actually in Tirana Albania so it's about 630 640 p.m yeah. mm -hmm. all right so good evening Uh, please, we're really honored to have you, uh, really experienced nomad. Um, please, tell us a little bit about you, tell us about your story, and uh, let's jump in it. Okay, well, my name is Lumen Grace, and I am from Los Angeles, 37 years old, and I consider myself a light worker, soul coach, an author, and a speaker. And so when I use the term light worker, it's a general term to just mean that I'm someone who wants to leave a great impression on this world and the people in it. And so I started my personal digital nomad journey last year. I've been traveling my whole life, but I started digital nomad life, unbeknownst to me, actually, around November, December, this time, you know, last year. And so I landed here initially in Tirana, Albania, a one-way ticket. I picked a place and I ended up traveling or deciding to travel initially because my apartment building sold. I was living in Los Angeles where I'm from. My apartment building sold and I was like, do I want to get another apartment or do I want to fulfill my crazy travel dream of just wandering this world and becoming the best version of myself? So that's kind of how I got started. Um, six months into living here in Tirana, Albania, About five or six, mo uh, six months, I discovered a community who was having a nomad event in Croatia. So I skipped on over, changed my life. And the rest of the year, I spent traveling here and there sporadically with the beautiful people of the community, going to other events, and just having the time of my life. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. <laughs> First of all, thank you. Um, tell us a little bit more. For, I'm, I'm going to jump in into Albania because, again, really interesting to, to hear what's going on over there. Um, but before that, um, Nomade Base, I know that you're like involved with that, like you're part of the community. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, how is it? How is the Croatia a, a conference? Okay, yeah. So actually, one of my TikTok followers wanted to video chat, and she was a nomad for like 10 years, a beautiful woman living remotely. And she was like, are you going to Croatia to a nomad event? I was like, I don't know what this is. Let me quickly Google it. It was one bus ride away. I said, sure. And so what Nomad Base is, is a travel and business community. And uh, so it's a really beautiful melting pot of people from all over the world who are literally traveling building their own brands or working remotely. And we come together to play and enjoy and explore new locations while also learning from each other during talks and like really engaging authentic connection um, events and uh, activities. 
So that's the beauty of Nomad Base. And uh, again, like they have reunions and they have different um, methods of staying connected to each other, which is fantastic, even if you're all spread out over the world. And also when you go to say a Nomad Base event, a lot of times people show up early and people stay afterwards. So you're getting more than just a week um, there. People are literally staying for months at a time or making fast friends and traveling with other people, getting ideas. So that community really transformed the way I connected and found and stumbled into my now, what I say is like my foundational community. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to be honest over here. I honestly never heard about them until like recently. And like all of a sudden, they're like all over the place. And we interview a lot of people that uh, actually uh, been in the conference either in Croatia or the one in Cape Town that been recently. Uh, we just finished with Timo, uh, another nomad that just started. Uh, that yeah, he's been in Cape Town. So he actually the energy that you guys, the person that you guys spoke about it, uh, it's like really, really, really connecting and I love it. Um, I might myself gonna uh, jump if they're gonna get anywhere into Central America, South America, probably I'm gonna jump and, and gonna see what it is about. Um, yeah. So first of all, yeah, uh, that's amazing. Now, Albania, uh, let's start from the beginning. How did you get to Albania? Um, so I ended up traveling to the East Coast after I left Los Angeles, packed that bag in November, was visiting family, and I stumbled across a travel podcast. And the podcaster was like, hey, I just landed in Albania. Literally, it's not that fancy. I look it up once again. I'm just like, Albania, what is this place? Oh, Americans can get a year by just showing up. I didn't want to like travel too fast. I didn't know much again about what I was literally setting out to do besides becoming the best version of me, whatever that looked like. So I was like, okay, I can go to some new place. It looked nice based on YouTube videos. <laughs> and again, that one year US citizen just show up and the pricing and just the quality, well, it looked like the quality was really good. Who knows when you get here, but yeah. Again, it was just amazing beyond expectations. There's a huge U.S. Uh, expat community because they have an embassy here. Like there's literally a street called like George Bush. And I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. And <laughs> But yeah, so there's a huge uh, expat community. Again, I didn't know much about being a digital nomad at that point in time. I just was making friends and connecting at the places I would go to a lot, say like, some, some co-working spaces or cafes and my gym and things like that. So that's kind of how I ended up here. It was literally a quick mention of a podcast. Sometimes, you know, your ears perk up when you hear certain things that are meant for you to hear. And I always listen. Everything that's my intuition. And I kind of listen all the time. So that's kind of how I landed here. Love it. <laughs> yeah uh, all right yeah really um i think that i i experienced like few you know um kind of spontaneous i would call it a ex not accident but nomading uh, especially in europe because it's easier um but yeah i i always found that that those spontaneous ones are always like the sweetest because 
would think about Albania in, in a matter of like no, experts or so how yeah. many Americans pretty much would you say there is like in the in the community in the expert community over there? Oh my gosh. Uh, I would say there's Because. probably some thousands here. Literally thousands of Americans here. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's social events like every Thursday at a bar and it fills up to it's, it's a full capacity of just Americans just talking and hanging out. So I'm quite surprised at that. Right. I yeah. surprised myself to discover. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So obviously the living expenses is pretty cheap. Uh, tell us a little bit like what's going on over there. Or let's okay. start before that. Where are you actually located in Albania? I'm in Tirana, which is the capital city. So mm -hmm. you have great access to the airport. You have buses that go to all the surrounding countries. Montenegro is to our north. You have Greece down right down south. Um, you have Kosovo, like northeast-ish. And uh, yeah, Croatia above Montenegro. And mm -hmm. that is the beautiful connecting point of the capital city, Tirana. It's quite done up. So, yeah, you have the buildings may look like rubble on the outsides, but a lot of people do modernize. Again, it's a great, affordable place. I felt like I was living like a queen here, coming from <laughs> Los Angeles. And I was like, I never want to leave. <laughs> yeah, 40 minutes um, on the bus for like a dollar to get to the beach. Uh, food, everything here, again, it's just super affordable great quality, fresh. Um, I find the people friendly that I've encountered, my friends, all that. So yeah, overall, really, really right. a hidden gem. Yes, a real yeah. hidden gem. All right, so pretty much roughly how much you're spending, like including rents and like obviously rents in decent place, nice place. Um, how much would you say that you're spending monthly? I would say that on the low end, maybe $1,200 a month. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I like to eat out. So. <laughs> really like everyone. Who, who have time to cook <laughs> when when you're yeah. working and you're into yeah, food? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can go get a full meal for like $5, $3 for amazing mm. quality food. A sandwich fresh from the bakery for literally $1. Like. And it's huge, like a Subway six-inch sub, oh I mean, 12-inch, you know, so, yeah, there's no shortage Amazing. of food. I think, Lumen, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you right. the jackpot. I, I am so glad the universe brought me here. Yeah. I, I am. Manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. And how is like nightlife, how is, let's say, internet as well, like, you know, things that are important for I don't know, when you're work and nomad and everything, and those are, I think for me, at least over here, mm -hmm. internet is a struggle, uh, food being a struggle a little bit, like to adjust to the Central American kitchen, let's call it. Um, how do you feel it over there in Albania? I feel like you have everything you can possibly need as a digital nomad here. You have uh, gyms that offer weekly memberships you have internet free internet in the city center um literally offered free to get on a wi-fi and every single cafe which is a huge cafe culture here 
early in the morning, every cafe, every restaurant has free Wi-Fi. So there's no shortage of amazing Wi-Fi in your apartments and in every single space you walk into. It is literally the foundation <laughs> of Tirana. So yeah, mm -hmm. you're not missing anything. And I would say all of Albania, really. Like, you know, most of the built-up places, like along the coast. So oh. yeah. So okay. yeah, so that and what else? What else do we have in relation to quality? Um, yeah, co-working spaces. You know, there actually was a Digital Nomads uh, Tirana um, conference back in September here. So tons of people flooded in and they really got to experience what it was like, what it's like to live here and just to see how built up, as you say, nightlife is pretty good. Restaurants, amazing, epic. You have cultural food from all over the world. And uh, yeah, there's no shortage of nature and mountains and crystal clear beaches as beautiful as you find in Greece. Everything here is just. Oh my God, I, I love the passion. I love the passion when you speak about the place. I do. Uh, I you, love sold, that you sold me next time, like when we're going to come back to Europe. So yeah, uh, absolutely. It is a must see. <laughs> And I, I encouraged a lot of the digital nomads, even in nomad based, I was, they were like Albania. And then they came, stayed, explored on their own. They they were super grateful. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, all righty. Um, let's talk about, uh, okay, let's step away for a second for Albania and talk about general uh, life, lifestyle, digital nomading. Um, let's talk a little bit about work as well. Uh, what are you doing actually for work? So for work, I am a travel content writer for a great digital nomad insurance company called Passport Card Nomads. I write their newsletter, uh, travel blogs about events and places I've been. So that's been a beautiful, beautiful part of my freelance work. I also write books, kind of nonfiction about life, spirituality, mindfulness for women. And I also do what you would call guided meditations as well. So to bring people to center around various subjects of life, which is quite a beautiful thing. Again, all this stuff has just came from me and my creative mind. And that is kind of my primary thing. Also one-on-one -on -one sometimes with clients as well. Okay. Uh, what kind of one-on-one? Uh, -on -one, I'm going to come back to writing in a second, I promise. Mm -hmm. What kind of one-on-one? -on -one? I'm really curious. Uh, it's more like soul coaching or life coaching. But oh, I really? work more so with them tuning into their inner wisdom, silencing the voice, the noise of the world, mm -hmm. trying to figure out their purpose and giving them the sense of calm and clarity so that they can actually move towards making their life look mm -hmm. like what they want it to be. And I call mm -hmm. it living a colorful, courageous life because mm -hmm. that, that's what it takes to do whatever it is that your heart wants and not what the mm -hmm. rest of the world wants for you. So. Beauty, amazing. Um, all right, so I love how the universe kind of connect the whole stuff. We're gonna speak later on about writing because I think that I have a gig for you right now on record. Um, probably something yeah. is gonna be interesting because it's really in line of everything that you're saying and all of your kind of you know attitude and energy. And so I have something perfect really for you. 
Um, all right, so this is Fork. Um, that's fantastic. Um, writer, I actually started as a writer. Uh, right now, obviously, I have the agency and everything. Um, but I actually started nine years ago, I think, as a writer. Um, and that was kind of, you know, my first, you know, online experiment, uh, experience and, and work and stuff like that. So it was kind of... I always have something to creative and especially to writing. Uh, always it's kind of my base. Um, so yeah, um, I know how it can affect your personal life and open your son, like open yourself to to more open your mind to much more. Um, so beauty, it's really connect with the character, I gotta say. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. Um, and Lumen, yeah. you can actually connect with me because I am also partly a light worker myself and a student. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I really appreciate yeah. your work and yeah, uh, spreading love. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um. All right. Uh. Let's talk about living as a nomad a little bit. Um. Uh, kind of. Uh, we're looking for your gem about it. Um. So pro and cons. Uh. What do you think the best thing about being a digital nomad? I think the best thing is for me diving into the unknown every time you go to these locations. So for some people that may be the turnoff, but I love and I live for the experience of the unknown. In uh, controlled ways, you know, not bungee jumping or skydiving, but controlled ways like I can choose to be in a new location without knowing the language and figuring it out. Uh, I would say another pro is saving money in some ways, depending on where you go. Again, comparison to Los Angeles, you know, it's a bonus for me in certain places. Uh, Another pro is meeting like-minded individuals on the road. That is a beautiful, beautiful bonus. All right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that a little bit because I think networking is something that is like really important when you're a nomad because it can get lonely a little bit. It can better like can get a little bit, you know, overwhelming sometimes. Uh, having a small network or you know friends to kind of experience with that, like experience it with you, uh, making things easier. So please tell us a little bit about how and what you're actually thinking about, yeah. When I started, it of course starts off as a solo journey and as a natural, more so introvert, you have to get comfortable putting yourself out there, whether it's talking more so to the shop owners or the people, again, in your surrounding areas. So you really have to hone that skill as you're moving throughout the world so you don't feel that loneliness. And you have the capacity to say, okay, I'm going to make connections because this is what I chose to do and how I chose to move through this world. And once you also, again, tap into the resources we have at hand, such as Facebook or WhatsApp groups in a certain location where you are, travel communities, you start to make yourself aware that there are other people who are moving around this world just like you. And it's a beautiful thing. And it is so, so essential to tap into community. Once you have community, whatever that looks like, whether it's digital, but try and make it offline as well, your life expands as you're on this nomad journey, for sure. Yeah, and one thing I will say, it's very funny, 
is when I circled back here. So a year of travel. I came back here for Christmas just to see what it would be like to starting from not knowing anything to one full year of travel back at my starting point. And so to meet up with the, the friends and to be in a space where I knew the city and just to see what that felt like as the new evolved version of me. And mm-hmm. a, a friend of mine and her husband talked to themselves after we met up and they were both like, did Lumen seem a bit lighter? Like, like her energy was just <laughs> like, I totally understand why, because the travel and the community that I had found once I left here even more so just opened me up in ways, again, that you just can't explain, unquantifiable, and it's the most beautiful thing. So community is definitely mm-hmm. essential to travel. All right. Um, what are the best ways to actually find people as you go? Mm, co-working spaces. If mm-hmm. you're in cities that have co-working or high digital nomad communities, um, going to places and doing things that you actually like. So I love going to the gym, spin class, yoga, um, different activities that you actually enjoy. Here in Albania, there's some Americans who own a cafe and they do paint and sip nights. So I get my um, non-alcoholic cocktail, mocktail, and we all paint together. And again, it's something I love to do, just be creative and in the space where people are doing. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so activities you actually naturally do. And again, just being super open to connecting. And then, of course, you mm-hmm. have online platforms. And but I, I definitely believe you get more information one on one with people. You get all the good stuff. You get where the good apartments are, who has my uncle has an apartment or this is where you should go for X, Y and Z. It's usually through the connections you meet on the ground. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, field warning a little bit. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about like the challenges. Uh, first of all, like in general, uh, as a digital nomad. Um, and basically, in Albania specifically, if you have like a specific challenge that you feel maybe language, culture, those kind of things. Oh, yes, definitely the language. But uh, I love a challenge. So I do understand the basics. I am making my way through. You know, this happened when I first got here. I'm like, okay, YouTube, tell me how to say all these things. Um, I would say that's probably the biggest barrier between you and connecting with, say, locals. But you find a way around it, whether it's a video or uh, translation apps and things like that. So that would be one of the challenges. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I feel like, Again, everything that I personally want to make my life what I what I see in my mind, nature, um, a wonderful, comfortable space, people to connect with and talk to. Again, you, you have to decide what works for you when you're traveling. And sometimes you don't know until you actually get out there and try and say, okay, well, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. Um, going faster or slower. Again, it's just this whole uh self self-awareness to to the journey that you have to have right. and and what would you like advice to people that you know afraid to take the step they're just let they have like the online job they have everything set up they already thinking about a few locations but they stuck in you know in the place of making the move mm, good question. 
Mm-hmm. I say one thing that I always say is do it scared. You know, again, it takes courage. And that's literally what I preach all day, every day is courage, 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 getting past the fear, moving into courage. You will not regret it. And that is what I feel. You won't regret it. So if you need to take small steps, again, not necessarily move across the world, go experience maybe an overnight, even packing up and say, I'm going to spend a week in a neighboring city or something like that, just to get your, get your uh, vibe shifting into what it will feel like to be away from comfort and in a new location. So yeah, that's one thing I would say. And one other thing I would say is that nomad lifestyle is not one size fits all. So I have friends who have carry on only life. Some people go fast. Some people go slow. Uh, Some people are cool with co-sharing. Some people want to live on their own. Again, know yourself enough that you're going to try, maybe try the different ways in which you can live this nomad lifestyle, but settle on what feels comfortable for you, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Love it. Um, Christine, any questions from your side? Maybe let's hear you a little bit. Yeah, I actually have a question about the translation application that you're using, Lumin. Um, do you have an idea what are the um applications that are needed if you are a digital nomad what are the applications that you need in handy in case of emergency or just yeah random stuff like that okay good question good question so let me say the top apps that i use on my phone as a digital nomad number one is an eSIM feature on my iphone so you have to have an iphone 10 or higher and what it does is say I have my U.S. regular SIM card in there. The eSIM allows you, mm-hmm. and it's a certain app. I use Air Allo, A-I-R-A-L-O, something like that. Yeah, I use that app. And what it does is whenever you land in a specific country, you can go in there, buy a SIM card, switch your phone over. So then you instantly have access to um, mobile data and being able to use your phone in the new country. So I definitely and highly recommend that. Yes, you can switch out your SIM card, but again, it saves the headache of Mm -hmm. doing all all of that. I like like to move with ease. Another app um, for the translation, Google Translate. That one's quite Mm -hmm. simple, Mm -hmm. Google Translate. And and even though it's not an app, again, you all know you need to have travel insurance, point blank, period. You Mm -hmm. have to have travel insurance, so... For me, Passport Card Nomads, the travel insurance that I discovered during my travels, because what they do is they actually give you a debit card instead of you paying out of pocket. And it's like really revolutionary. So if you have an accident or incident, need to do X, Y, and Z, you literally use that card instead of any money out of your pocket. So it's really, really unique. Nice. I'm just checking myself on insurance right now. We like I need to to yeah renew mine. So I'm really interesting. Uh, is it working like global? How how is it actually working? Oh yes, globally they ship the card globally. Uh, you can go a low end plan, or you can literally have full coverage medical um, for traveling the world full time. It is the most beautiful thing. Over this last year, I have used another insurance company before I discovered them, and I was so frustrated filling out that form. I still mm-hmm. have no answer on getting my money back yet. And I'm just like, 
Okay. I yeah. wish I knew and, of I knew if I knew then what I know now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, in my <laughs> second day in Mexico, I my camera got stolen and oh everything goodness. my GoPro and everything. Yeah, so it was frustrating. Uh, I wish, yeah, and and my insurance is like taking uh, forever to react, guys. By the way, it's not like promotion or anything. I promise, we're just yeah, talking yeah. in general about <laughs> this about the stuff we love. Real struggles, yeah, yeah, real struggles over here. <laughs> um, oh all right, so we have those three. Um, any specific ones? Something I don't know that you find that can be less common stuff like that yeah or useful yeah <laughs> useful for a digital nomad um in each country i will say in each country you can look up and see what the local uber equivalent is mm -hmm. and the local say like uber eats so each country kind of has their own specific here we have one called baboon in in uh, tirana literally baboon that's the food ordering app and then oh you God, don't okay. have Uber, but you have Green Taxi. You just shoot them a WhatsApp location pin and it's the cheapest option here. And so, yeah, so just know to look up or ask online what is the local Uber Eats and the local taxi version of that app and get those things. And I'm mm -hmm. sure inside my app, uh, in my phone, I have more. Um, Hostel World, Booking.com, Airbnb. Mm -hmm classic travel yeah. one. Anyway, you can definitely take a screenshot, Lumen, and then you, and then you can send it to me so that we can leave the um, <laughs> input it. <laughs> Thank you so much for yeah, those no wonderful tips. And guys, yeah, oh my gosh, that's very powerful for me and it's very useful yeah. as a digital nomad. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so we got an advice for newbies um, give us a advice for someone that you know want to take kind of the next step or let's say people that like me that have an agency i want to kind of find the best way to work while i'm nomading so me personally i change my hours completely to adjust to my team and i made a chance they don't need to suffer and <laughs> So few tips on productivity, few tips on like staying, you know, in track uh, while you're nomading. Like, oh, yes. Yes. 100% try and get in a routine just as you would working normally. So whether it's going to the same coffee shop or the same co-working space, if you can carve out, stay the same set hours, um, it will make a world of difference for the consistency and just for your brain to know that I actually have to be productive and get some things done. Again, it doesn't have to be nine to five. You can make, you know, a play day here and there and do whatever it is you want. But definitely try and get some consistency in the time you show up instead of just winging it. Definitely try and pencil it in on the calendar. So that's one tip um, mm -hmm. for that. Nice. All right. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, Dean, if you have anything that I missed, sorry, in the, in the book, I think we covered everything, right? Yeah, I think we're all good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we covered everything. <laughs> Thank you so much, women. No, yes, now I want to hear you. I want to, like, give you a little bit of free, kind of, we're going to edit it, so don't worry. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of free, <laughs> uh, free go, anything that you want to give, like, free advice or, like, 
your kind of advice and general idea of everything or summary. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no worries. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to living this digital nomad lifestyle, I definitely believe that it is one of the most exhilarating things that you can do. Uh, it, again, if you take the plunge and you decide to do it, you don't have to be dramatic. You don't even have to sell everything that you own, like I did, sold everything and just left. <laughs> but you can start small and do what feels comfortable for you at the beginning. That is one thing that I would say, is to definitely go at your own pace and what feels good for you to do, but also, at the same time, push past your comfort zone. Push 100% past your point of comfort when it, say, when it comes to, say, getting out the house or making a connection or saying hello. A smile goes a long way. I make a lot of friends by just turning on the smile. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's one of the other things. And I would just say, trust your gut and don't wait too long because time is of the essence and we know we are here for a short while. And I would definitely encourage you to do it sooner than later. That is Beauty. what I would have to say. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Lumin, thank you so much. It was a great interview. I love the energy. Um, everyone, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in. Kanana again. Uh, please yeah. check out the description and check out the, all of the recommendations yeah. that the, uh, Lumin just gave us over here. And obviously, her social media, uh, YouTube, she's creating amazing content. You gotta check it out. Um, and yeah, I think this is it. Uh, thank you so much, Lumen. All right, have All a good right. One. thank you guys so so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for including me. And uh, yeah, I our love pleasure, it. our pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs>